This week's Major Spoilers podcast, Saturday After Dark Edition, goes out to Sterling Netzlaw, a wonderful human being whose name, I think, is an anagram for something. Maybe it's Wet Snark. I don't know. Anyway, this show goes out to you. Major Spoilers theme song! The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. Pod- on, on the air. The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod, pod, podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Rodrigo. And I'm Stephen. I've been listening to the Major Spoilers podcast. Podcast. The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. Hey everyone, welcome to the Major Spoilers Podcast. So glad you could be with us this week, weekend. Hello, Hopefully it's a good one people. for you. Yes, that is Matthew and right over there, Rodrigo. Yay, Hello. Rodrigo. <laughs> You're so always low-key. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, hi guys, my name's Roger. Would you like some bologna on white bread? <laughs> Oh my goodness, last week I couldn't believe all the feedback we've received over last week's episode, the Lost episode. Uh, a couple of comments, uh, Nick S. says, it's easy to poo-poo uh, tales of the paranormal, usually in the sense that it's It's not easy. always easy to poo-poo. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a whole block of cheese today, so uh, ask me again tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gross. <laughs> Three, two, one. So Nick says it's easy to poo-poo Tales of the Paranormal in the sense that it's easy to do single-digit addition, but unless you were there, man, you can't say for sure. Nick's never been there, never had a paranormal experience when something happened that couldn't explain. Is it because I've always rationalized it away using some explanation I've pulled out of my butt? Well, I don't know. If it's easy to poo-poo, <laughs> pulling things out of your butt. Or is it because the world is indeed covered by comprehensible laws of physics and biology? Nick is willing to stake his life on the ladder, but if he turns around and a grinning man stands there, he'll definitely change his mind. I had a grinning man dream. Oh, you did? After our and discussion oh, last week? My God. Oh, yeah. I do this a lot, though. Um, I tend to dream about the things that have happened during the day. And, you know, as that show said, and I thought that that had actually been in a previous cast, usually it involves my friends, you know, naked. But... Right. I had a grinning man dream. And I have a friend who uh, swears that she has hag dreams. Right. Yeah. She will wake up and there's dream. there's a thing. Yes. Yeah, a on thing on her face. Mm -hmm. You can't move. Yeah. I had sort of the equivalent of that in that I, I, I am constantly in motion when I'm sleeping. And there are times where you have that dream where you trip and you feel like you're going to fall. So oh, you yeah. wake up you go, huh. flipping your legs around. Yeah. If I had the equivalent that. of that. You know, there was... There was a, a creepy, creepy grinning man, and I, I lashed out to get away, and I woke myself up, mm. which is kind of cool. Mm. A lot of people were like... I pulled uh, the little hose loose and was blowing air in my face. So seemed, I'm like, oh, crap, got to fix that. It seemed to be kind of split three ways in the feedback. Some people said, nah, that really wasn't that scary. It was interesting. Other people said, holy crap, that was a scary discussion that all you guys had. And some people were like, well, it was mildly scary, but uh, I still slept okay. Um, in it fact, was Aldo scarier having it than yeah, listening yeah. to it. Yeah, Aldo said, "Well, a little bit scary, but a lot of entertaining." Don't get me wrong; I very much enjoy uh, the uh, D and D and comic episodes. But you guys are now so good at podcasting 
that these free topic Saturday shows is what I enjoy the most. Awesome episode, but Stephen, you should have saved it for next Halloween. I, you know, I we I was Getting so upset, and Rodrigo was here that night when we thought we lost the episode. I was so upset that when uh, I was able to finally recover the file and figured out how to do it, thank you, Intard Webs, uh, I didn't want to wait. I wanted to get this out uh, because I thought it was such a, a, a fun story. Uh, at the same time, not having to record a second show on Tuesday gave us a chance to record another show that you guys will be hearing very soon. Maybe in an hour, a I think. secret show. Yeah. Secret. Scott, all of our shows are secret. <laughs> That's true. Because only nine people listen. Your sleep deprivation talk made me remember this one time I'd been working all night shifts and volunteering during the day. I got into the bus and fell asleep, woke up at my stop, and totally thought the lady behind me had stolen my wallet. I confronted her, and she thought I was some crazy guy. I then realized I had put my wallet into my front pocket. I just jumped off the bus after leaving the after making a scene. Thank God San Francisco is full of crazy people, and I was just one more of them for that day. That's a good story, Aldo. Aldo, <laughs> if you guys funny. don't know, Aldo or Aldo, depending on how you want to say it, um, uh, I love his was it Spando Ballet. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I love he is life the one is that, like a fantasy. <laughs> Can you live this fantasy life? <laughs> he made all of the <laughs> custom Dungeons and Dragons figures that we're using in our critical hit campaign, and they are wonderful. And you can go up to uh, majorspoilers.com, listeners, and do a search under critical hit. And you will see some of that work yeah. that he has done. Aldo made it possible for me to understand the battlefield for like the first time in six months. Yeah. Because Steven puts the camera in stupid places. And I'm like, wait, which one has a big, ah, oh, there's story. I put it where Giant I think axe, we can I'm get the go. most, no. the best picture off of. So there you go. My name is Steven and I like Oh, you know what I forgot to do last week on the Tuesday show? I forgot to give a shout out to Silver Gray. Silver Gray, who writes Sil- all the time to us, he's a good contributor to, to Major Spoiler, sending us tips, sending us information. And this past Tuesday, he actually came up with that uh, poll of the week that's still going on, uh, Green Lantern Corps or Jedi, Team Jedi. Are you into sparkling right. green guys or hairy werewolves? No, wait, that's no, a different No, no, no. You're, you're thinking of Team <laughs> Jacob. Oh, Team Jacob. I don't know anything about Team that. Team Jedi isn't about spicy little teenagers with problems. <laughs> it's about spicy little teenagers with problems who kill people at random and grow up to be James Earl Jones in a freezer. Matthew, you need to get uh, your act together. You need to sit down. Uh, wait, <laughs> just stop there. Just we'll, just we'll just leave that there. You need to, I'm serious, you need to write down this... Uh, this Franklin Richards idea uh, mm-hmm. that, that you talked about. Everybody is like, oh, I love this idea. It makes so much sense for the Marvel Universe. Because um, I am Paul. Our, our good friend, Dr. Peter Coogan, who's been on the show numerous times, we enjoy having him on the show, wrote me an email and says, hey, I listened to the Super Children from the Future and Matthew's theory about Franklin Richards controlling the aging in the Marvel Universe. It was so cool. And he added a bunch of extra O's for, for emphasis. <laughs> he he teaches classes. We know that uh, Dr. Coogan teaches comic book classes. He already told his classes about it. Check this out. I've got a solid contact with Fred Van Linte and could pass it on to him. <laughs> From an idea by Matthew. I what do you s- fear? I, I fear aging. 
I'd love to see Marvel take up your event idea and use Matthew's idea to return Marvel to time, but they won't do it in continuity. So, uh, but it would make for a great uh, "What If Elseworlds" kind of thing. Oh hell! Just what if Elseworlds? Put it. Put well, it what right if into, not? <laughs> just put it into. Put it together and just call it "What Else." <laughs> no, just put it into next summer's what big else? Marvel arc. Put in a next summer's big Marvel arc, and then three months later, you just undo it, just like they do everything else. But no, you see, the problem, Stephen, is this is this is a close-ended question. <laughs> you know, this is when you're in the interview, you say, tell me, Stephen, what about your skill set makes you specifically able to do this job? I like ice cream. Or, <laughs> or do I say, do you know what we do here, Steve? Yes. Make ice cream. All right. I'm like, I'm like ice cream. So I mean, you, I like eating ice cream. <laughs> I will, be, I will be happy to put something together. I can't guarantee that it's going to be anytime soon because, as you may know, I am currently in the process of doing a thing and a thing, and my primary job, um, apparently, I'm not who I thought I was. I thought I was the team manager, but it turns out since there is no operations director. And the team manager reports directly to the client services manager. I'm technically the interim operations director for an entire department, which is cool because I thought I was just, you know, the fat guy who comes in late. So I got that going for me, which is nice. But, yes, I will be happy to do something like that right now. Spill, I am working on a super secret hero. Yeah, yeah. As well. So I just know that people really took, took a liking to that. And, uh, you know, the way you explain it, just like you uh, explain your crazy Flintstones and Cars theory. Uh, I could, could make a- I watched Cars this week, and I can tell you that there is nothing in the movie that countermands what I say. And in fact, I can prove from the realistic uh, thing of Cars how these things have happened. Well, but wait, let me add a the little. The existence me- of Daryl Cartrip. Uh huh. <laughs> Daryl Cartrip is based on the body of Daryl Waltrip, right. which was dissolved into the ether. Anyway, go ahead. Well, but uh, tie Wall E into this too, because you know at some point the Cars universe is going to destroy itself, right? But what if there were some humans that escaped off planet before the apocalypse uh, came about, and everybody transferred to machines, which would explain Wall E, and they're out there, and then they eventually come back after the Cars destroy themselves. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It comes; they happen after the Cars destroy themselves. And then Wally happens because right. Wally but is this little. Before the ocean creatures are also inhabited, and we get Finding Nemo. See, <gasps> Pixar Finding all makes Nemo sense now. in the ocean at the same time. And here's something else that's very important to note: as the apocalypse was happening, some free spirits fell into toys no. before the world was destroyed. No, toys has to come before Fault. cars. Toy Story has to come before Cars, but right. not that far before. Yeah, okay. The world is ending during Toy Story. <laughs> Dr. Coogan also asks, have you ever heard of a comic book featuring a zombie apocalypse in which the vampires have to figure out which side to choose, zombies or humans? Check with Matthew, check with Rodrigo, and anyone else you know who knows about zombies or, or vampire comics. That would be really good. A friend of mine who's an art professor came up with the idea at a party, and I think it could really go. So this has already been taken, uh, whoever. He's got students who are interested in making comics, and I think if uh, we got a few samples together, we could pitch the idea, but he wanted me to check to see if anyone has come up with this idea before. 
but I don't think anyone has, so I thought I would check with you. The only thing, and I and I responded back, the only thing that I can think of is um, uh, recently in this new IDW infestation uh, series, there's a group of vampire-type people who are trying to prevent zombies from taking over all of the dimensions, and so they're fighting on, on that front. Um, they don't eat humans, but I don't think that they necessarily are on the human's side. Rodrigo reviewed Marvel vs. Zombies with Morpheus in it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, what, uh, what side did he choose, Morpheus? Morpheus. 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 Morpheus, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mor- Morpheus uh, is currently working Matrix. in Las Vegas with Prime. Uh, yeah, Morbius. What, what, um, what's his deal? I don't read Marvel comics. Well, he was a zombie. He ter- he is revealed to have been actually zombie Morph- Morbius ah, from okay. the zombie universe. From the zombie universe. I don't. I don't think the I've vampire. seen. Yeah, I don't think I've seen one where you have zombies and humans, and the vampires are sitting in the sidelines trying to figure out what to do. Um, largely because when I read this concept, I was like, "Well, what are the pirates doing?" You know, it's like usually, usually, when, usually when you have zombies, the zombies are the only guys, and you know, the vampire versus werewolf thing really caught on for a while. Um, so throwing vampires and zombies together isn't something that that you see very often, probably because they occupy very similar um, scare space, if you will. You know, a, right, a right, vampire right. is. For all intents and purposes, gonna eat you as as well as a zombie. Matthew, do you know of anything? The only thing that I can think of is uh, uh, there was a movie that was based on Carmilla, and I want to say the movie was called Vampires vs. Zombies, but I don't think that it really ties in so much to that. Uh, but it it does have a zombie and a vampire in it. And a Carmilla the lesbian Carmilla, vampire? Not be the devil. What? Carmilla the lesbian vampire? Is that what you're talking about? I don't think so. Oh, okay. All right. Are you looking at your website list again? Yeah, exactly. No, Carmilla is uh, a... It was kind of a... a, a I want to say it was a contemporary of uh, Bram Stoker, who wrote uh, an early vampire tale. Oh, Okay. Uh, but the movie, the movie that they made turned into something entirely different. I want to say it was like a some sort of mystery science theater quality pulp film called uh, Vampire vs. Zombies. Well, there actually is but a I, uh, IMDb inter, uh, listing that says Vampires vs. Zombies, and then it also says in parentheses, "See Carmilla, the lesbian vampire." So that's okay. why I was asking. Yeah, that's that's why I, I have asking. no idea what Carmilla, the lesbian vampire, is unless it's a uh, Movie based on the Carmilla novel? I Maybe. Maybe? Hard to say. Yeah. So there is a zombies versus uh, vampires movie. But in regards to this question, what's time with the. Zombies. Yeah, I love that game. You got to play that game. If you haven't played that game, come on. You're so like 2006. I would uh, say the vampires would side with plants. <laughs> in a human, in this uh, pitch that Dr. Coogan threw out, uh, or his uh, art friend threw out. Which side would the zombies or the uh, vampires side on, Rodrigo? Zombies or humans? Uh, werewolves. All right. <laughs> I would bet that they would side on the on the human side. 
because then they know that they could keep their uh, their food supply in check. Yeah, I mean that does that does make sense. See, and and that's the thing is, I I think that's honestly the only one that makes sense because unless the vampires have some way of controlling the zombies, which is actually something that we do see here and there. Um, the the previous Magic the Gathering expansion, for example, had um, had it where a there's a group of vampires in this in this universe and. Only the most badass vampire can make more vampires. If mm-hmm. anybody else tries to make a vampire, they're basically a zombie. Like they're just a dead corpse that kind of shambles around. Right. And they can more or less control these zombies, but they're not sentient. So, you know, unless the vampires can control the zombies, there's no reason why the vampires would side with the zombies. And, you know, you also have to decide what kind of vampires are these. Are they vampires that need a constant supply of human blood or can they just go without for a while. Matthew? And I, I I don't know of anything that follows this particular thing, but I look at it, you know, the vampires have to choose zombies or humans. As a wise man once said, so my choice is all death. <laughs> I don't know. It, it really does seem like, you know, it's an interesting field. I, I don't know. It might be something that we could put together. I would say, you know, pitch it to Avatar. Get uh, Juan Jose Rip to draw it and just go bug effing crazy on it. I'm telling you, I think that would that's a concept that would sell. Oh, yeah. But you also have to ask yourself, every time we hear about a new zombie or vampire book, what do you say, Stephen? Oh, God, more zombies? Oh, I better have another beer and look at Charmaine Star. Oh, yeah, she's hot. I'm Stephen, and this is how yeah. I now talk. Let me, let me. I'm Scruffy the janitor. <laughs> Gotta check that out real quick. Check my my. Uh, Don't do it. Google Don't my Google it. alert to see what's uh, up there now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what projects see, are you I'm working still, on? I'm just uh, mad that Penny Flame retired. Rodrigo, what projects are you working on over there for major spoilers right now? You got something in the works? You can you tease our listeners? Yeah, I got a couple things that I've been I've been meaning to write about. One of them is um, the uh, the the much coveted sandbox game and what it takes to actually make a, a legitimate game where your players can you know go around and explore the world and it's still fun and and not at all full of uh, dead ends and red herrings and other fish. <laughs> okay. What about you, Matthew? I'm doing a couple of things. I'm uh, planning a hero history of the baddest, badass mutant in the Marvel Universe. A dark loner with a mysterious past. The man who's the it, best there is at what he does. And you said what universe? Um, I'm also the Marvel Universe. I'm also oh, so working it's, so it's on... Maggot? Uh, Are you writing it on Maggot? I, I'm also working on a couple of retro reviews. I have, in fact, and this last Sunday was the first of my uh, request line retro reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked people what they'd be interested in seeing. I have a line on doing a dual retro review of the very first Marvel DC crossover. And I'll tell you right now, it's not Superman versus Spider-Man. So uh, I may be dropping a little knowledge there. And 
And I also have a little something involving a story where Bruce Wayne meets his idol, a man named Lamont Cranston. What? So uh, watch the skies on that one there, kids. <laughs> and plus my usual ration of whatever it is. I'm also looking at uh, a couple of things with a guy and a thing and a, and a duck. And I'm, I'm trying to actually meet a girl on the Internet. What? Not because not because I want to meet a girl per se. I'm just trying to prove that they exist. Because <laughs> uh. every other time you meet on a girl on the internet, she's like, "Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Bobby. I'm a I'm a yoga instructor." <laughs> I've noticed all your voices lately devolved to torque, which brings us to a question from I'll- the. Uh, from the Twitter feed, uh, I know Matthew doesn't want to, a want feed. a Twitter account, but what about Torque? He could have uh, he could come on every once in a while and just say a <laughs> oh, what or a duck. I bet he gets more followers than Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> and See, for, that's for those wondering, Rodrigo's uh, Twitter account is at fearsome critter. So you can follow I'm, him. I'm surprised I have as many followers as I have. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure that. You probably have more followers than, was than on, uh, Major Spoilers does. Oh, certainly not. Oh, I'm pretty sure that every follower I have is also a Major Spoilers follower, <laughs> except for the porn girls. Yeah, oh, wait. Yeah. No, uh, I, I follow. I'm sorry. Major Spoilers follows them. They see, don't follow us. Torque's, Torque's Twitter would be fun because it, I could do things like, uh, why do we drive on the parkway and park in the garage? Yeah, because uh, I don't make no sense. Or I like uh, reading the uh, goddamn Batman uh, on Twitter. I think he's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Drunk Hulk of, is also funny. Drunk Hulk is funny. Drunk Hulk yeah. is fun. Yeah, is Darth Vader a, a warforged who- assassin? If not, what is he? What about some of the other Star Wars characters, Rodrigo? Um, Darth Vader is a. Level one Fringer, level ten Jedi, level whatever else Sith Lord. He doesn't really translate into D and D very well. But if well, he did, isn't what would there? He'd be? be a monk, wouldn't he? Is, is there any any class that would? No, he wouldn't necessarily be a monk. War ninjas boys. aren't. Do they he have ninjas see, now? Um, no, not in 4th edition. In 3rd edition, they did have ninjas. I would I say think Jedi are like a ninja warlock multi-class. The, the closest thing Paladin. To, to to Darth Vader would either be a sword mage or a um, battle mind, who are the, the defender types that are very weapon-focused, but also kind of, you know, move things around the battlefield and stuff like that. You know, kind of telekinetically and stuff. And I would personally, I would just make him human and, you know, just throw everything else on as a special effect if I really wanted a character based on Darth Vader. If, is there any precedent for armor? I mean, I know Randus, but is there any uh, in game actual mechanic precedent for armor replacing missing limbs the way Vader has? Um,. There is, there's a prestige class that kind of does it. And for Warforge specifically, um, who are robot people, that's what the, uh, for example, what your warlock was and, and how the other half live, mm-hmm. um, that you literally can just have the armor grafted onto them, mm-hmm. um, 
which has no real in-game effect except for I think it interacts with one feet. Um, but that's about it. But and Va- it, Vader replaced both feet because Anakin chopped them right off. So right, right. If he only gets one feet, he's going to be hopping around like an idiot. Yep. <laughs> well, he gets. He can have a little wheel. Yeah. So now, is there uh, any effect that that would give you the voice of James Earl Jones? Um, that, that'd be like a cantrip. I, I think you have to just f- go online and find a soundboard, and then just try to find the, the closest response. I find your lack of initiative most displeasing. Yes. So would then other Jedi also be the same thing, or would they fall into a paladin class, or what would be going on there? Yoda I guess so. It is. It's. Bar. It's very difficult to translate Jedi into D and D. Like that is that is the one thing where you know I've had I've run a lot of games I've run a lot of uh, different games and some for example even in D and D somebody will come to me and say I want my character to basically be Indiana Jones in a fantasy setting and then I'm like okay awesome here's a couple options you can go you know the whip and you know investigation archaeology side or you can just go the like straight scholar side and, and and try to you know find what you like about indiana jones jedi are very difficult because they have a lot of stuff going on um you know they're they're psychic and they're telekinetic and also they have a cool sword and they don't wear armor so you know you you end up with a lot of things where like this class has a cool sword but wears armor this class is telekinetic but doesn't use swords so mm. you end up having to spend a lot of time uh, spending all of your other options, putting feats and, and, and powers into the character that aren't optimal just so that you can have a Jedi. Right. I'll Jedi are very that. difficult to do. Usually, is, usually if somebody fun. comes to me in a game and, and says, I want to play Indiana Jones, cool. I want to play James Bond, cool. I want to play, play a Jedi, try again. Uh, have you guys seen this episode of Community? I, I've got it, but I haven't watched it yet. Do you guys watch Community? This NBC show, yeah. Did Off you see this? Oh, yeah. Did you see this Dungeons and Dragons episode? That yeah, I had? saw it. How good was it? It was really good. I, I I really enjoyed it. It unlike what you see with a lot of other D and D episodes, it used D and D to tell another story, mm-hmm. and that was nice. They took some liberties with Dungeons and Dragons, which were, were fine you, because were they were for the sake going, of the story. Were you sitting there and going? That's not what it says on page 167 of the player's guide. Well, I couldn't have because they were actually using advanced, oh, Dungeons, advanced and Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, advanced Dungeons and Dragons, okay. Um, which oh, to so me, I will be able to do that. Right. <laughs> which to me would be like saying, or like making a, a show about the internet and then having Apple IIe's on there. Um, more or less. But no, it was a good, it was a good story, good character development. Um, all of the, like, everything in the second season of Community has been really good. I didn't realize they I were didn't in the second that, season. That, I thought it was still the first season. Yeah. Donald oh, wow. Glover uh, was at one point supposed to be in the running to play Peter Parker. I, yeah. I don't think he was. He he but made a big campaign were, out of it. Yeah, there was a campaign, I guess I should say, right. to have Don Glover be uh, Peter Parker, which I think would actually be pretty fascinating. I also saw him do some stand-up where he explained that on Twitter, mm-hmm. he took the name Don Glover, and he realizes it looks like Dong Lover. <laughs> <laughs> which, 
you know, and he actually had a pretty good bit about it where he was like, if the kids in sixth grade knew about this, they went to great lengths to make fun of me. And that dong lover thing was just right in front of them. Uh, but neither here nor there. See, I, I like the community episode that was, uh, the, the Christmas themed episode that was kind of a Rankin Bass stop motion episode. And there was the Halloween episode where they were overcome by zombies, only maybe not. And that right. was another that was another uh, Don Glover episode. The, the the brilliant thing about the zombie episode is that it's completely incontinuated and has had ramifications in the rest of the story. That's cool. I, I have not watched this show, to be honest with you. And I know people are like, what? How could you not? You're missing movie? out. Well, I did download. You can watch the, uh, wait, wait. Miss Piggy calls you and asks you why you haven't been watching Community. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, did, I, did, I did download the. Uh, the uh the D episode to watch illegally through itunes um but that does bring up an, another question and there's a forum uh, uh question going on over at the major spoilers forum where people are asking well what shows are you watching right now and for me it's it's fairly easy to to uh, talk about it's whatever my son is watching so usually it is uh, we spend the evening phineas and ferb followed by another episode of phineas and ferb maybe a caillou episode or two and then if he's in the mood, especially if it's Friday, Young Justice, yep. Ben 10, and um, Clone Wars. But lately he's not been much into Clone Wars. Uh, I, I think Molly and I discovered a new channel. That's because week. he senses a disturbance in it. Is it, is it, it the Oprah Network? No, it's called The Hub. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, sci-fi I, channel, or not the sci-fi, Discovery Network's Hub. I discovered this completely by accident because I was just flipping through channels and yeah. I saw the G.I. Joe Mass Device, episode one of the first G.I. Joe serial, when they still actually took the time to paint individual correct Joes in every frame. So it wasn't like nine guys in green suits and roadblock. Yeah. And my daughter and I were watching that. and She's like, I don't know if I like this. And then an episode of Batman, Adam West Batman came on. She makes me record Adam West Batman now. They're playing Atomic Betty. The thing is, they're playing G.I. Joe and Transformers Generation 1 with the original bumps, full mm-hmm. opens, and voiceovers. Oh, cool. And you wow. never see that anymore. So they actually have the Transformers will return in a moment. And they have the little animations and everything. And I'm just like, this is 1982, only I have a girlfriend <laughs> and I've seen her naked. Well, uh, we So that's got- like my new thing. We got a, a made aware of the hub because it, for some reason, started recording. And I think it's because uh, the TiVo records um, Batman Brave and the Bold. And so it started recording Batman Beyond. And my son got into right. it. And it just so happens that we got in the complete box set of the entire Batman Beyond series that uh, Warner sent us for review. And he sits there and he'll like, Daddy, can we go downstairs to the home theater and just watch Batman Beyond? And we'll watch like four or five episodes in a row, and he's just content to watch that, and he loves it to death. So Batman I just, Beyond is a great show. It, it really is. Sometimes he'll he'll lose a little bit of interest here and there, but as long as it's got stuff blowing up and, and Batman fighting people, he's into it. But when it gets into the talky-talky stuff, he kind of tunes out. He's three. I don't know if listeners yeah. apologize if I repeat this. I know that Matthew Rodrigo and I have talked about this before, but have I told you about the Tom and Jerry thing? Have I spoken about it on the show? I don't remember. We had a discussion, and I think we had it in between when we were uh, bridging oh the bumpers gosh. on the scariest show of all time. 
turned on the TV in the morning and just so happened to be on Boomerang or something. And it was classic Tom and Jerry. And I was like, I'm just going to leave it here. I know he wants to watch Handy Manny or some other bullshit show. I'm going to just leave it on Tom hey. and Jerry and see what he what he does. And Handy Manny kid, is a fine, fine program. No, no, he is fine. I like Handy Manny, but there's some other BS shows that he likes to watch. His real um, name is Manuel Labor. Yes. This kid is rolling on the floor, just cracking up. I mean, this is the most infectious, contagious laughter you will ever co- hear come out of a kid. It's not forced laughter. Mm-hmm. It is genuine belly laugh laughter coming out of this kid. And he just was rolling on the floor laughing about it. My wife was taking a shower and it's like, oh, I wish she could be here because she's not going to believe that this kid loves Tom and Jerry. And uh, we didn't record it. But then the other day she recorded an episode and she was in the kitchen and I turned it on and he just starts. And this is a whole different Tom and Jerry cartoon. He just starts in again. Everything is just making him laugh one after another. And he gets the jokes that's going on. And my wife is like, what is he doing? I'm like, he's enjoying the heck out of Tom and Jerry. And then I asked him afterwards, I was like, Mason, you do understand you're not supposed to hit someone over the head with a hammer. And he's like, yeah, dad, you're also not supposed to paint an elephant brown. (laughs) And I was like, all right, you get it. (laughs) So uh, Molly and I actually had to make a new rule last weekend. Which was? I got... I got Grand Theft Auto 4 for Christmas. Uh-oh. And in the yeah, in the past, we have played San Andreas and Vice City, but I've turned the audio off so she can't hear any offensive audio. Right. And I've let her, you know, drive the cars, and there's never any weapons. I make sure I have no weapons when she plays. But this Grand Theft Auto 4 is a different animal. Mm-hmm. And usually the game was you would walk up to a car and you would knock on the window and say, excuse me, sir, may I borrow your fine automobile? <laughs> and they would let you drive them away. But Grand Theft Auto 4 has realistic animations of you jacking the guy on the head, beating him down, and then taking the car. And Molly's oh, like, that's not good. I think we're stealing. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Molly, but here's an important rule. And we're in the car the next morning, and uh, we were talking about Grand Theft Auto 4. And her mother's like, you played the game? And I'm like, Molly, what's rule one? And from the backseat, you hear, never, ever, ever try any of this in real life, ever. <laughs> See, I think kids. As soon as I gave her the wheel, she started gunning, gunning for the pedestrians on the sidewalk. (laughs) I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm running them over." Oh, that's funny. Okay, I think kids understand the difference between real life and make believe. Uh Well, they have to. They have a huge make believe life. Rodrigo, what other fantastic shows are you watching right now that you can point listeners to besides uh, Community? Well, I have gotten a chance to see the first, I think, three episodes of Young Justice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I like it. I think I, I, I'm i not crazy about Martian Manhuntress. Oh, um, Megan? Or whatever her name is. Miss yeah, Martian. Miss Mar- like, Martian. I, mm-hmm. I really like when she was the first episode that she gets introduced, really the kind of the second episode, because in the first one, she's just at the, there at the very end. Um, and the first time she goes, hello, Megan, I was like, oh, God, this isn't going to be a thing, is it? And sure enough, it happens again later on in the episode. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. This was doing so well. What I really I, I there are things about I really like. I like new Aqualad. He's fine. Although his powers are with kind his, of ill-defined, but hopefully with his eventually. Water, with his water samurai swords or whatever. Water whips and also electricity powers. Sure. 
Yeah. Um, I Me like too. Superboy. He's cool. Um, Kid Flash. I'm not crazy about. I kind of wish that they had just gone with Impulse. Um, and I really like what they did with Robin. I think yeah. that like Robin's creepy, the shadow laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's 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 a dimension to the character that I had never seen before. That's you know, given Robin an attitude that he has never had. Mm-hmm. Like wh- I, I saw that and I was like, this is a good reading of Robin. I like this. I don't know which Robin it is. And I think they're specifically not telling us like they're like, oh, the bad doesn't let this guy give his secret identity. Right. Um, although you can probably guess by the uh, brief and shirt combination that he wears, which Robin he is. But that doesn't actually matter. Um, I've I've seen some people complain about the characterization of Robin, but I really like it. I think, uh, you know. Even if this is not a Robin that we have seen before, attitude-wise, I think this is a good Robin. And it's a Robin that I wish we had seen and, and that we could see more of. I, uh, I've only been able to watch, I think, one f- semi-full episode of it. It was the one with the uh, the hacker girl that they were trying to protect with the little nanites that were destroying everything. Um, I just didn't realize that they were going to put as much of essentially the Justice League or the grown-up heroes into the story as they are. Mm-hmm. You know, where Superman will show up and he'll scold Superboy for, you know, being reckless or not paying attention, and then Batman shows up and says, uh, you know, Clark, you better better step back, just relax, we need to talk about better something Better step later. back a little bit. Yeah. I'm Batman, I'm, I'm good at parenting as well. not just Teen Titans. Yeah. Because, I mean, Teen Titans was these characters, or many of these characters on their own, D-E-E-N-S-T-E-N-S. Young Justice actually. Titans, let's go. Sorry, but Young Justice naturally has a presence of the Justice League, and I think that's really what makes the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just another Teen Titans. Although um, a friend of mine who is a fan of the Young Justice series, the actual comic book, right. is mad because this lineup is the lineup from Jeff Johns Volume Five Teen Titans in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. These are the kids who were in the Teen Titans, Kid Flash and you know Superboy, and of course the new Aqualad is the new Aqualad, but you might as well have him be Cyborg, because similar kind of a shtick going on there. I'm not sure what's up with his hair either. He, he like stole Doc Savage's hairpiece. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, uh, a little different. It, and the weird thing is, um, this new Aqualad, if you have seen that... Um, future version of the Avengers. What is it called? Young just, what is it? No, not uh, young. Hey, Avengers. Next. New, hey, next. Yeah. The next, next Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. The kid that plays the black Panthers uh, offspring, almost the exact same character as far as uh, semi powers and look and everything goes same kind of hair, Interesting. Uh, same kind of, uh, you know, you had mentioned electrical whips or whatever, Rodrigo, um, same thing. He's got these things that he can sprout out and do that kind of stuff. So that's still a fun movie though. Um, yeah, I like his hair a lot better in brightest day where he's got the locks that look kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that did annoy me very deeply about it is that they didn't get actual Spanish speakers to either write or say the dialogue in the one where they go down to South America to fight Bane. Um, so it, they just sound like idiots. been going on. How many weeks has this um, been going on? Well, I for one, I I've just, seen like four episodes, and I haven't seen the one you just talked about, so it's oh, got to okay. be like five episodes by now. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay. The only one I've seen all the way through is the one that has the flaming sea. Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. <laughs> that was really well done. That was a good. Uh, that was a good thing, and that was nice of yeah, the brothers to uh, do excellent. that. What else, Rodrigo? Young Justice. What else? Um, I I what else? I am every once in a while through uh, mysterious means. I managed to track down episodes of a British show called QI, um, which stands like for quite interesting. It, Oh, okay. No, definitely not. It's actually it nothing like Scotland that. Yard um, or something like that. Yeah. Well, they do have a Law and Order UK now, starring actually starring Freema Angiman from uh, from the Doctor from Doctor Who. Oh, um, oh cool. Right. Um, I like her. But QI is a panel show. It's uh, Stephen Fry uh-huh. and a bunch of comedians. Basically, Stephen Fry looks at a card and says. Here's an interesting fact about an animal or whatever they're talking about. And then all these comedians basically make jokes about it. And it is really funny and really informative. Is that like uh, Pardon the Interruption And nobody farts during it. Is that like Pardon <laughs> the Interruption on NPR? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar oh, okay. with that. Oh, I figured you worked for PBS farting. that NPR was going to be like a uh, mandatory thing. PBS and NPR, not the same entity. They're natural they enemies just... in the wild, actually. <laughs> yeah, like competing PBS for the dollars. and NPR, not the not the <laughs> same entity. I will say this one more time. PBS, NPR, not the same entity. We get calls where people are like, I can't believe you guys fired that guy and then Fox News hired him. Sir, first <laughs> off, PBS, NPR, not the same entity. Second, NPR, let's yes. assume for a second that PBS and NPR were the same entity. Uh, PBS stations are independent stations. We just kind of sign up to be PBS stations. We there's no there's no PBS central command, right? I mean, there kind of is, but you know, it's just kind of it's it's just kind of a content generation thing, right? Um, so you know, people people are calling us, but of course, people call us like we, you know, that show Swing Town, where it's all about, like in the seventies, like people are becoming swingers oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 and yeah. yeah. And kind of dealing with the implications of having sex with people outside of your marriage and stuff. Right. I think I got we would get calls about it and be like, "How can, how can you be airing Swing Town? This thing's disgusting." And we're like, "Sir, that's on CBS, not PBS." <laughs> but you know, they saw a historical thing and they thought it was PBS. <laughs> and then, do, do you always but, follow but up just these to phone recap, calls PBS with? NPR, not- do you always, someone calls up and says, I can't believe we fired that guy and he's now on Fox television. Do you follow it up with, no, sir, we're PBS. We're different. Would you like to make a pledge today? We've got a free tote bag for you. <laughs> we we kind of do. And, and, and well, uh, but that's the thing is we get these calls from people who are members sometimes. And they're like, I, I, you can take me off your list. I'm never donating to you again. And we're like, sir, you, you have it all wrong. This is not actually what happened. Nope, no. Nope. I told myself that I was going to call you and I was just going to do this. And <laughs> so alright, well, we, you know, it's you, when somebody tells you, take me off your list, you have to take him off the list. So it's like, well, good riddance, crazy man. But <laughs> it happens, you know, people make mistakes. People, people call it like, and it happens all the time. People call us up to complain about shows that come from PBS 
corporate, not corporate, mm-hmm. but that come from WTTE or, you know, Boston, New York, Los Angeles or whatever. And right. they're like, I can't believe you put that in there. And we're like, well, we didn't. So here's a phone number for those guys. Let's see if somebody from Los Angeles will listen to somebody with a country accent like yours. <laughs> I can't believe you had that Katy Perry in that dress dancing with Elmo. My We've son saw that. Elmo. And then My son saw that. Postcard with have Buster. A talk with him. I can't believe you had a show where a boy had two mummies. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people have two mummies. I know uh, people Matt, with two mummies right now. Matthew, what uh, what are you watching, or are you like me? Do you not get to watch much? Most of what I'm watching right now has little messages that say, this channel will end on February 28th. <laughs> um, lately, I've been watching Comedy Central Mobile a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, I get to watch Strangers with Candy, the Sarah Silverman program, uh, the Onion Sports Dome, which was funny for about five seconds. And I finally get to sit through entire episodes of Chappelle's show. Yeah, cool. Chappelle's which is funny. Show. And Mind of Mencia, which is a, a complete clone of Chappelle's show, only not, you know, entertaining or funny. Right. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I, I want to pick up Carlos Mencia and I want to hit Dane Cook with him so that they both die and there's no murder weapon. But for the longest time, um, actually, I, I did start watching something that's kind of a guilty pleasure recently. Okay. How I Met Your Mother went into uh, syndication. Mm-hmm. And I've taken Scrubs out of my DVR rotation, and I put How I Met Your Mother in. It's there are two slots. It will record up to two episodes and hold them any channel, any time. So at any given point, I should have two random episodes of How I Met Your Mother from syndication. Oh, cool! So I can just you know watch How I Met Your Mother episodes if I get bored. That that should not be a, a guilty pleasure. How I Met Your Mother is actually a fantastic show. Yeah, it really is. Especially you, you should just categorize it, it as a. Pre- it's just categorize it as a pleasure. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I watch it because they're so adorable. I just, uh, Kobe Smolders, I just want to take her and kiss her and give her a lollipop and then do stuff to her butt. But, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just she's a- everybody on that show, all of the females on that show are just adorable. You know, she's going to be in the, uh, what is it, the Avengers movie, I think, or she's going to be appearing in. Supposed to be, yeah. In, I heard uh, she Hill. was cast as Maria Hill. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I read yeah. that on majorspoilers.com. You guys should what? check that website. There's out. a website that covers what? comic book stuff and has a podcast and yeah, a they forum have this, and this a fat guy who talks thing. about comics from 1983. So uh, he doesn't realize that those stupid pieces of plastic aren't really G.I. <laughs> Joe's, though. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, for me, I don't get to watch a lot of television. Like I said, if it's. What we watch, we use to entertain my son and to educate and inform him. We've been having him watch a lot of these leapfrog videos, which I think has really helped his math skills. He was uh, astounding Rodrigo with his money, uh, money skills this past weekend. Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, for me, usually if I'm down here in the office working on something, I'm watching something that I've rented or bought off of iTunes. And I know some of these are really crappy movies, but there's something good about them. So one of them that I would highly recommend if you have not seen it yet is The Social Network. I mean, that's winning all sorts of awards. That is an, it is an awesome movie about the rise of Facebook and, and based on the book uh, Accidental Billionaires. 
buy it, watch it, love it. I've probably watched it about five times uh, since it was first released up on up on iTunes. Um, just a fascinating story, fascinating character development, fascinating acting. And for somebody that's into special effects, there's a crap ton of special effects in this movie that you don't even realize. So I highly recommend nice. uh, The Social Network. Kind of tied to that is one that I watched the other night, and it's not super great, although it's probably the best acting by, um, what's the, uh, not the Owen Wilson, what's the other Wilson brother, Luke? The Luke Wilson. Character. Luke Wilson. Is he the one with the dark hair? Alec, Alec, Alec Baldwin. Is <laughs> no, yeah, Alec that guy. Baldwin. Uh, their movie just came out called Middlemen, and it's all about the rise of, and it's based on a true story, uh, the rise of not necessarily the internet porn industry, although the porn industry plays a big part in it, but how this company made its millions by taking, uh, they essentially became middlemen. They became a billing service for porn sites so that when, for example, Matthew gets in his credit card bill, his wife doesn't see, you know, the, the Jesse Jane dot com forty nine ninety five a month. She sees, Dude. you know, X, X, Y, Z billing. And doesn't know what that's about. So, you know, he kind of gets away hey, with can it. Can I go off on a tangent here for just a moment? <laughs> sure you can. Tiny little blonde women with inflatable <laughs> gahangas do nothing for me. And here's why. I grew up in central Kansas where every single woman is a blue-eyed blonde with a backyard and a balcony you can do Shakespeare <laughs> off. And, you know, they grew up to be my sisters. <laughs> These are not entertaining or in any way, you know, I, I don't even, you know who Jesse Jane looks like to me? Who? She looks like the, a scary, scary Barbie doll. Yeah, she kind of does. And I just want to know if she's got a little camera I, in her chest. I, I would say without, uh, without too much fear of contradiction that if you were going to say, put a label on Jesse Jane, it would be literally scary Barbie doll. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, um, and uh, I know and I, I think old. that's what people like about her. But yeah. just no, not well, no. You know, to each his own. This Barbie doll wants to hurt you. <laughs> I like Sunny Leone because she has dark hair. Uh, Middleman, <laughs> I think, is a is a is a good movie. I watched it once, and it's got some good points into it. It's fairly predictable. Uh, but it moves along. Uh, I, I enjoyed that, and then I've been getting into uh, several documentaries uh, that I've. Uh, watched and are also in my queue one of them if you are a dungeons and dragons fan and i've mentioned this to rodrigo that i need to get you the copy of this it is called let me find it here real quick whoops come on stupid computer don't stall now computer don't fail me now stupid computer better check and see is that open up the save the show <laughs> no no! They're all going to laugh at you! It is no! called... Ah, oh, dang it, where the hell... Lowrider Magazine. No, it is called uh, The Dungeon Masters. It is a look at four people. It's a documentary. It's really short, only 88 minutes. Uh, a documentary that looks at the lives of four people and how important uh, Dungeons & Dragons is to their lives. One person goes so far oh, as... Oh, I've seen this one. Tom Hanks goes insane and ends no, up no, no, living no. in the sewers. No, that's a different one. Uh, one girl plays a um, 
a drow, and so every time she goes out to play and she's really into the cosplay, she paints her skin black and her hair silver and goes and does this. Another one is a guy that's been playing Dungeons and Dragons since it first came out and having to cope with the fact that uh, the group that he's playing with is just not fun anymore. There's another guy who really wants to be a writer, and we see him go through the process of writing his first fantasy novel. Uh, it's just an interesting look at the group of people that uh, that many people might think of when they think of Dungeons and Dragons. Now, that's not always the case, but I found it a fascinating documentary. And uh, usually in some documentaries, if they don't catch me in the first 10 minutes, I'll usually turn it off and not watch it again or pick it up here and there. This was one that I sat through the entire time. And so I would recommend that. Uh, I've got Confessions of a Superhero. This is the one about the uh, Hollywood... Um, uh, Hollywood Boulevard people that dress up um, in superhero costumes. People that are into that. Uh, that's up on my list. The Pixar story is on my list. Waking Sleeping Beauty, which if it's based on Storming the Magic Kingdom like I think it is, it's going to be a stellar documentary over the dark times of Disney and how they brought it back um, from uh, from the dead. That, that whole story is just fascinating in itself. Um, what else do I have here in this queue? Jedi Junkies, kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. I haven't watched this one yet, uh, but it uh, takes a look at kind of like what Trekkies or not was it Trekkies, the documentary on the Star Trek people. This one does it to the uh, to the Star Wars people. So I'm looking forward to those, and I've got them here all on my queue waiting to be played. Your Matthew, wait, anything wait. else that? What's that? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yes, Matthew. It's is there anything else oui, that you're oui. watching? Oh, I'm watching all sorts of things. Um, <clears throat> what have I really enjoyed lately? Hmm. Have you guys ever seen Strangers with Candy? Yes, I did. I, have you seen the Strangers with Candy was a movie? Big fan of it. I, I just watched one episode. Yeah, it's like, it wasn't my my thing. It's like ten years old, but it reminds me uh, poorly of all the things we had to watch when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, Lately, I'm on a real weird nostalgia kick because all the things that I used to watch are on again. Yeah. So I can, like, watch shows that I watched when I was a kid. I finally cut back on my – my cell phone bill went up, so I cut back on my cable channels. I stopped paying $65 a month to have all the cable channels. That's so now I, you know. Decision. Well, considering that I now have unlimited data on the phone and I can watch TV on my phone – Um, The remastered Star Trek episodes are up on some website that I watch on my phone. Yeah. Do you you guys find that you're watching more cable, more internet, more Netflix to get your content? Oh, I I watch everything I watch. I watch entirely on my computer. I I don't. the The only time I turn on my TV is to play video games. Oh, okay. Matthew? <laughs> Whereas he watches TV on his computer. Yeah, no, it's totally yeah. true. In Soviet Russia, Crimson Dynamo <laughs> gets you! <laughs> um, sorry, I cracked myself up there for a second. Um, I, no, that was pretty good. I actually watch myself <laughs> just, you know, whatever comes on. I do watch things that Molly wants to watch, like Atomic Betty. But Molly also wants to watch classic Popeye cartoons and 
We had a discussion today because we had an episode of Tom and Jerry that was produced by Chuck Jones, but directed by Abe Levito. And she's like, this is not one of Chuck Jones. This is directed by Abe. And I'm like, really? And you know this? And she's like, yes, I know this. And I looked it up and she's right. And I'm like, honey, how did you know it was directed by Abe? And she's like, daddy, they have names at the front. (laughs) (laughs) So she read the credits looking for the Chuck Jones signature. and She saw Abe instead. So I'm like, okay, well, that's that's pretty smart of you. We appreciate that. Uncle Uncle Pecos was on. I love that. We need to get out of here. Oh, Frog with a Gordon and eat it back. Crembo. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Frog with a Gordon and eat it back. Crembo. Stick around in the garden. We got critical coming up. Revolver by his side. Crembo. We will be back next week. Why? enjoy comics and we do too. We'll talk with you soon. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com slash Majorspoilers. Fat Dick's revision of Superman I could save a few bucks and stand around And read through the covers of the comics on the stand But although every other page Would be backwards I suppose I could still read the evens and the odds Well I don't know Guess I haven't thought this all the way through Plus as soon as the comic book store guy knew He kicked my butt out on the corner What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little meat would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would I back and board my comics with such a chance? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler What a major spoiler If I'm Stark Raven, it's like a man of iron I might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the heart cold To follow an entire storyline But would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fun bee In the Middle East With a King Santo and soldier what a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler Whoa, 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 whoa What a major spoiler Major Spoilers is copyright 2011